Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host on Leadership on WSOU 89.5 and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have an amazing mother in our wife and mother in our studio today, Miss Tracy Caliendo, who is the mother of five exciting children. And we're going to talk about her story, but also you have to go to, to Instagram and follow her at Almost Triplets NYC. Tracy, welcome to the program. Hi, Daryl. Thanks for having me. Well, I don't know how you made time to do this interview because, <laughs> you know, tell us all about your family. Sure. Well, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I know you've been in the financial markets for a number of years. We met at the Women's Ventures Fund years ago, and you're such a f awesome was an awesome board member. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, um, so I am a full-time working mom. I am a career woman through and through. Uh, I'm in my 40s, and I actually had my. I have a 13-year-old boy. He's my oldest of five children. And I had him when I was 30 years old and I was working and it was easy with one child. And fast forward at 40, I decided I wanted more than one. And I, I still want my career, but I wanted that bigger family. And that's when my story begins. So you tell me when you want all the details. Well, I tell you, um, when, I, when I first heard that you were expecting, but but let, let me let you tell the story, because all of a sudden you, you, you have three more children. <laughs> so our story is so unique because we did have four children in 13 months. So four children. So how does that happen? I was pregnant twice. Uh, I gave birth twice for those four children. But basically what, what was happening is it was much harder for me to get pregnant at 40 versus 30. And so I was going through the process. I actually started doing IVF. And after I had two failed attempts of IVF, by my third time I got pregnant, but then I miscarried. Mm. So I was feeling very defeated. And I decided that, you know what, I better start looking for alternatives to actually having a baby. And so I decided on surrogacy. But it's funny because my husband was sort of like, wait, hold on a second. Let's try IVF one more time. So I agreed to do that, a fourth IVF round. But I also said to him at the same time, I want to move forward with the surrogate. And it was sort of for me mentally, right, to hedge my bets so that I felt a little bit more comfortable going through each process. Right. Knowing that I was pregnant, and if I could get a surrogate pregnant, then maybe one of us would go full term and actually have a baby. Right, right. I don't know if you know this, but my wife and I, we went through the IVF process. Um, unfortunately, we were not successful, but we, I totally understand the, the, the mental roller coaster that you go through. Well, that's exactly right, right? It's emotionally, emotionally very heavy to carry when you're doing that. And so that's why I said, you know what, my fourth time, like if I can make this a little bit mentally easier on myself. So, but lo and behold, I end up going full term with the baby that I'm carrying. My surrogate goes full term with the baby she's carrying, but surprises us with twins. <laughs> <laughs> and we end up with three newborns. 
that we're basically bringing home. So we have these three newborn babies at home that we are managing and we call them almost triplets because essentially that is what they are, right? They're all the same age. It's just how they came into the world was a little bit differently. They're all the same embryos, so they all look alike. But the craziest part about this is that then I'm home with these triplets, almost triplets, and I find out that I'm three months pregnant. Not even like newly pregnant. When I found out I was pregnant, I was three months pregnant. So I have triplet horns at home and find out that I'm going to have another baby. Wow. In a few months. Huge, huge. So that is how we ended up with four babies in 13 months. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a crazy roller coaster. And there's days where I'm beyond exhausted that I can't even pick up my head. But you have to be mentally strong for these children. And I have to, you know, make it. And so I tell myself, and this too shall pass. And then there's days that they're in a good mood and there's no meltdowns and we're having a blast. So, you know, right now you got me in a great, at a great time because I have a lot of energy right now. <laughs> they actually slept for me last night. And so I feel good, but. Well, you know, let me say, let me say that you, 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 you sound amazing and you look amazing and, <laughs> and uh, you know, right. um, Hey, whatever, whatever you're drinking, let everyone know so that they can drink from the fountain of youth. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I tell people, you know, people say, what's your diet? I'm like, are you kidding me? It's running after four children. That's, that's one way to burn off a lot of energy and keep yourself fit. Well, I, I tell you, I, I really admire the post on Instagram and I learn a lot. And you're actually helping out so many people because you are sharing the, your experiences and, 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 and the good ones, but also the challenging, the challenging ones. I was saying to my wife, Deb, I said, wait a minute, they just, they were in their, 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 their building and they had a water break and they had to move to a hotel. Yes, that was crazy. It is true. Sometimes it rains, it pours. You know, I sometimes feel like every day we're, we could be on the def defense. And, uh, you know, you just, when you have new babies, you're like, all right, we just got to get through another day. And we do take one day at a time. That's sort of our mentality in our home so that we don't get too overwhelmed. But yeah, we had a crazy situation where our neighbor above us um, had a pipe burst and it completely flooded out our apartment and our apartment was unlivable. They actually had to lift up all of our floors to dry them out and prevent molds. And so we did live in a hotel for two months. <laughs> and do you know what, Daryl? But you know, as luck would have it for us, we sometimes feel like, you know, we have this higher power. God is definitely, you know, watching us closely. We got home right before uh, COVID-19 really wow. hit. And That's I can't crazy. imagine if I was living in a hotel during this pandemic, because that would have been extremely scary, right? Like everybody wants to be safe inside in their own home and, you know, keep their children from germs and outsiders. And we just got back home. That so is I amazing. Say, you know, like things happen, but man, we could have it so much worse. That's right. And, and, for our audience, could you, can, can you, you, obviously you're, you're a woman of faith 
and you're always very positive. What are some of the techniques that you utilize to keep yourself focused? And I know I, I, I can hear it. Everything is overarching. Make sure that the children are, are having a good life. What are some of the things that you, you can share with the other mothers and, and fathers out there about how to deal with multiple children? I mean, some, some folks have problems just dealing with one child. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it's that you ask. It's, um, I'm going to quote a, a follower that just sent me a text, and, or I'm sorry, a DM over Instagram. And what she said was that I just posted a video of when the four children were basically all under one years old. And you see basically this, you know, four newborns and I, um, Dylan was only three months. So I just had this C-section and I'm at home. And she said to me, she had a really, really tough night. She has two little children and she was up the entire night. And she said, in the morning, I felt like, how am I going to get through this day? And then I saw your post where you had four babies that are under one. And she said, it made me realize that I don't have it that bad. And I think that is my mentality always. And I said to her, I said, you know what? It's all a mental game. Because your mind could take over in a negative way. And you basically can really kind of like crash if you really think about the weight that's, you know, you're carrying on your shoulders. But I think I'm always thinking about, first of all, how lucky I am, especially when you go through infertility and you struggle to have a child. I know that I hit the lottery with these four babies. Going from actual thoughts where we're just, it's not going to happen to actually then ending up with four babies. I know how lucky I am. And so I never take that for granted at all. And so again, when they're, when they're acting up, when they're being bad, I'm like, you know what? I am so lucky I have them regardless, you know, of them giving me a hard time right now. And then, and then the days that are really tough, I say to myself is that, you know what? Things are going to get better. I just, I have to recognize that this is just part of, you know, the toddler years, right? The, they, it's not easy having newborns. It's not easy having two-year-olds. And right now my four children are two and under. And to be honest, sometimes it's not having a, easy having a teenager. <laughs> so I'm dealing with all of it. But <laughs> I constantly laugh at my life. I say, I cannot believe I'm in this situation. And I crack up. When we had that flood, I mean, so much of our apartment got damaged and we love our home. And so it was funny. My I always feel like my husband takes cues from me is that if I broke down, he'd be breaking down right now next to me. But if I'm laughing, he's laughing alongside of me. And, and I did at one point crack up because as soon as um, it was midnight and all of a sudden water just kept coming down, coming through the ceiling in all different places. And we ran around and we, the kids were sleeping, but we collected all of the garbage pails. We collected all of our pots and we're placing them under, you know, every leak. And then my youngest son, Dylan, who, you know, was born at 29, 29 weeks, three months early, comes with its challenges. And so his room actually flooded out. So we move him. And then the girls, to move the girls, too, was, would have been impossible. So they were actually sleeping through it. The water wasn't going into their cribs, but it was running alongside one of their walls. 
And I said, just leave them. They're okay. And then I cracked up laughing. I said to him, would you ever in your wildest dreams ever think we'd be like in this, these situations? And he said to me, he goes, I'm so happy you just laughed because I really didn't know where we were going to go, where our emotions were going right. to take us with this night. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. I think, I think part of me, again, kind of keeping this like positive attitude and not crashing, um, is just, again, it's the being, uh, very gratuitous about my life. I know I'm so lucky to have all these children and, and things could be worse. Right. And it's like that woman looked at me and said, wow, I could be her with four babies. I look at other situations and I think, you know what, like things could be worse. And so I guess to sum it up, it's kind of always glass half full. That's right. That's right. And I, and the one thing I've appreciated about uh, following uh, Almost Triplets NYC on Instagram, and I encourage you to do it because there's a lot of life lessons there, is, is that you get your family out on different outings and you show families that you do not have to be homebound if you have more than one child. You're, you, you can be mobile. Wow, you hit the nail on the head because I think that is the mission is to showcase that to people. I, I, I naturally have a lot of energy and you can see that I'm a, sometimes some people call me high strong, <laughs> but, um, but I absolutely like to be active. I'm definitely someone who rather be out and about doing different activities and thank goodness my children are kind of, you know, following suit. And so they like to be out as well. And so we do, we do show people, I get so many messages from people that say, I can't believe you go to the beach all the time with your children, right? Because they just like, it's a lot of work. You bring a million things, sand is everywhere. And I don't know, I just feel like it's worth the hassle. It, we're all so much happier when we're doing something. And right now, you know, it can't be going to museums or um, activities indoors. And so it really is just being outside. So I'm using the beach a ton. You know, that's like a very, that's almost a daily activity for us. And yeah, there's sand everywhere, but we have such a great routine and we make it work. But, but that is absolutely a great takeaway from my Instagram because that is the, like, that's probably my number one message that I get back from followers is that you motivate me to do things, to be active with my children. That, that is awesome. Now, uh, with all th these experiences, all this knowledge that you have obtained, um, I know there's a book coming. I, I just wonder if, 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 there, if there's a book for parents who dare to have more than one child, you know, New York is your oyster. I mean, tell, tell us about this potential book that might be coming. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, it's funny. It's like that is definitely one of my pipe dreams is to get that going. You and I have talked about it. Uh, I just have to actually put pen to paper and that has not started just yet. But the concept is there is that it's twofold. It's one, it's that me being an experienced mom now with five children, um, children of different ages and talking about how to make it work, how to keep children on a schedule how to stay very organized, uh, you know, keeping children on a routine does prevent meltdowns. And so it's kind of like using that expertise to spell it out and help other moms. But the other part of it is 
the adventures of Almost Triplets NYC and actually telling the story from, from their point of view. So A Thought is a book on, for really them and their personalities and them becoming characters that other children could relate to them. Because again, when you have five children, I have, every one of my children is very different. I have my risk taker. I have my happy-go-lucky. I have my super serious. And then I have the teenager. And then, the lastly though, I have the little guy. So my fifth child. And we call him our warrior because again, he was born three months early and the things that he's overcome. And you know, some of the disabilities that he's going to face. And so I've really, really considered putting their stories out there and making it interesting for little ones, for parents to read to little ones about their adventures, especially because again, they're so active. You know, my girls, if you follow my Instagram, they're two and a half years old. They're zipping around on scooters. They're, they're jumping in pools. They're jumping into the ocean. You know, they're, they're busy, busy children. And uh, so I'd, I'd love to be able to share them. Ladies so, and gentlemen, we are here with Miss <clears throat> Tracy Caliendo, who is the mother of five amazing children. And you have to follow her Instagram page, which is Almost Triplets NYC. We're talking about all of her great experiences, but let's take a moment and talk about your husband because every time I see a picture, he's smiling. He is so supportive. And I, and I, and I know from uh, a husband and wife perspective, that balance that always needs to be there. What is the secret between the relationship between you and your husband dealing with five kids? Yeah. I mean, I think when you, when you have a lot of children, your partner plays a crucial role. And I always say I couldn't do it without him because he truly is my partner. But I think our secret is that we divide and conquer, but we focus on our strengths. So rather than putting either one of us in a situation where it's something that we don't like to do or something we're not even good at. So my partner, Pete, my husband, um, and a dad to almost triplets NYC, he actually kind of runs our household in the sense that he takes care of all of the ordering of supplies. And it, it might sound funny, but when you have four babies, you always have to be refilling on diapers, on aquaphor, creams, shampoos, soaps, you know, you name it, anything children need, we go through things very quickly. And so he takes care of all of that. Um, He runs the kitchen. So he handles all of the grocery shopping, all of the meals for the children. Uh, He lays out the menu each week of what they're going to be eating. And again, when you have that many children, especially for babies, you do have to really keep a schedule um, and be very organized. We can't just like walk into the kitchen and say, oh, I'm just gonna cook something up really quickly because you're, when you're feeding that many children, right? So you always have to have a planned approach and he does all of that. And I don't really, I'm not really a cook. I'm not really a cook and I don't want to be on Amazon all the time or counting our supplies. Um, I'd rather be on the floor playing with the kids. I'd rather be exercising with them or running around outside. And so, and he prefers the opposite. Um, So we divide and conquer based on what we enjoy. So I think that helps. 
That is amazing. Um, as, as, as you look towards each year, as you know, uh, being a mother of five, each year presents new opportunities, new learnings. And do you set goals for your children at each, each year period in regard as, as they're going through their twos and then the threes and whatnot? And uh, do you have a, a plan of action that you put yeah, into no, place? That's a great question because you know, education is extremely important to us. And so I'm always monitoring milestones, you know, and of course your kids go at move at their own pace, but you know, basic things like when they're going to be able to say their alphabet, when they know their numbers, when uh, do they identify all their colors, um, things like that are super important to us. And and we're laser focused on it. We actually look for different apps. I'm constantly investigating a lot of apps that are out there about the best educational ones. Uh, there's one I have fallen in love with that I've written about on Instagram. It's a kid low land, but it's easy. For my, my two and a half year old basically could trace out letters now in the sand. They, all oh. my kids know the alphabet. They know their numbers. They know their colors, but, um, but she can actually write an A, a B, a C, and it's literally because of this app. And so things like that, that is a great question. I do think it's so important that parents kind of make sure that they're aware of where kids should be at every age group. And I use it by every six months. I look at, so I'll look at, um, at one years old, at one and a half, at two, two and a half. Uh, I'm sort of at the two and a half mark now, but I'm always making sure that my children are hitting those milestones. And if they're not, then we know that's a focus. And again, I have, I have so many, so it's not going to be that they all do the same thing at the same time. Um, but for each child right now, I actually know what I should be working on for each one of them. Wow. Right. So it's, it's, you know, it's something parents have to be on top of because it's funny. It's not that, I don't think of myself as a judgmental person, but there's sometimes, you know, we meet children at the park and I think to myself, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that mom realizes, you know, that that child should be doing that at this stage, right? And, and it's not, I'm not going to say anything, but, um, but I always think of that, that that's why it's so important that parents are always educating themselves to be able to then help their children. Well, that's a very important point that you, uh, thing that you point out is that <clears throat> your your volume on on your tendency to make sure that your your children are having the the, the best of everything education is on a scale of one to ten is at a ten, and um, some parents maybe their volume is at like five or six, you know. But through your posts and through your sharing, you're able to get them to recognize uh, maybe. Uh, some things that they're unconscious about that now they'll be conscious about and maybe they should consider to do that. Yeah, I hope so. You know, a lot of parents said to me when um, I got the kids scooters, they said to me, is it too early? And I said, I guess not because they are running around, you know, with these scooters like crazy. So uh, they have it down perfectly. And so that's it's it's kind of a subtle way I'm not sort of telling them but by seeing those experiences um you know they definitely learn and listen I and I learn from others as well right Instagram I'm I'm scouring through other people's Instagrams and I notice something that I'm like wow that's a terrific idea 
and and then I copy it. I actually uh, saw a mother taught her children her phone number. Wow. And and I always did it with Hunter. I always sang a song. And that's how I taught Hunter my phone number when he was young is through song. Oh, okay. And this mother actually wrote out the numbers on the wall with paper plates and made it like a telephone pad and actually like taught the kids where how to basically identify the numbers and it was almost like a game but it was a pattern nice and so i gave it a shot you know but i was like wow what a fun idea because the kids had a blast and it's just different and so uh you definitely we all learn from each other for sure that wow that is you know what when you when you talk about i could visualize it well i said well that's that's very smart because when someone sees a phone oh that's that's how you dial a phone that's awesome. Wow. And so um, what do you do for yourself? I mean, you're, you're a very giving person. Uh, I, I know this from professional working experience with you and the Women's Venture, for, uh, Venture Fund as the, how you gave of yourself. But what do you do for your, yourself to unwind, relax, Calgon, take you away? What, 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 what is that activity that you like to do? I'm kind of laughing because I'm like, oh boy, uh, it's very limited right now. You know, I think one thing, again, it's sort of my mental game. I really don't have that much free time because I am working full time. I'm working from home. So the kids are around a lot. Um, And so every sort of hour seems to be taken by one of my children and then or work. And I think in my mind, I have set out to say, you know what, for the first three years or maybe even four um, years, first four years, my dedication is going to be to my family and my career so that I actually keep both up and running without problems. Right. And, you know, that's a sacrifice that I've had to make at this point because just our personal situation. But, you know, one outlet I use is my Instagram. I think at night, I basically do my posts at night and then I uh, post them in the morning. But I think, you know, for me at night, it's it's kind of fun to kind of write out just what's on my mind or what happened with the kids today. Or, um, you know, if I have a question, I actually present it to my followers and ask them, you know, can you help me? You know, Dylan needed to wear a helmet. He had flathead. What should I be worried about? What do I have to think about for my son? You know, so I ask them questions for um, medical reasons, for social reasons, you know, you name it, I do pose, but questions. But I think that's sort of my outlet is that I, cause I really think about my, probably my downtime is probably like 10 to 11 at night. Um, I'll probably usually get the kids down by nine, then nine to 10 PM. I usually leave it for my older son, Hunter. Um, and at 10 o'clock at night, I usually either finish up a work project or if I have some, if I, did everything I needed to do during the day, then it is my time. And I always think of myself, I just like picture myself, I sit on my couch because I love just sitting on my couch. (laughs) To sit is a big deal for me, but I'll sit down on my couch and I really just like look at my Instagram and I do that and I just feel relaxed. So that's that's a you know a, a long-winded question. No, it's, uh, it's, it's answer. It's, I'm sorry. It, 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 well, with five children, it, it has to be a long answer. So, uh, but if someone wanted to get in touch with you to to chat about 
uh, Almost Triplets NYC. It gets some advice. Of course, you have your Instagram page. Are there other outlets by which they can contact you? Yeah, you know what? There's my email address right on my Instagram as well. Um, but it's almost triplets, nyc at gmail.com. They could always email me. I'm very responsive. I have my phone basically tied to my hip every second um, for both work, Instagram, you name it, friends and family. Um, and even if a sitter is with a child, you know, I always have to be close to the phone. But I'm pretty responsive. I get back to everyone. Uh, even my followers, any question they ask me about motherhood and parenting, I, I respond pretty quickly. So email or Instagram is definitely the best way to get me. And one last question, believe it or not, we, we're running out of time. Um, what is the most common question you, 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 you receive from your Instagram followers? Yeah, it's always just, how do you do it? How do you do it? Because I think, you know, parenting is not easy, especially right after you give birth, postpartum is a major issue for mothers. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly asked about how, how do you keep a smile on your face? And again, I, I tell people, listen, it's a mind game. It really is a mind game because there's days that I say to myself, should I just sit here and cry because I'm just so exhausted right now? But that's sort of not, I don't, I don't want to go down that path. I say to myself the opposite way. I say, think about how lucky I am and how, how much worse things could be, right? I, I'm pretty fortunate. And so that I could work full time, that I could have, and that I have a great partner, you know? And so when I, when I think about my life, um, it makes it easier. And I tell, I tell mothers that all the time. I say, do you love your husband? They say, yes, I love, you know, I love the father. Um, I say, okay, right there, you're lucky, right? Because not everyone has that. And you have a child, and so you're lucky. You know, there's just so many things in parenthood that we're just, we are the lucky ones. And so you can never take that for granted. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our guest, Ms. Tracy Caliendo, who is the mother of five. And, she, and as she told her story, uh, three of them came in 18 months altogether. Uh, or is it four and 18 months? Wait, wait, wait. Four children in 13 months. Oh, excuse me. Four children in 13 months. Um, as our in, as our so in studio, as our in studio guests. <laughs> um, also, please look her up at the Almost Triplets NYC. She is a phenomenal mother, phenomenal wife, and, and phenomenal person. And I'm just honored to to have the pleasure of, of, of knowing you, Tracy. And uh, God bless you and your family. We're going to wish you all the best. Thank you, Daryl. You're amazing. Oh, you're so nice. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up this week on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Have a great weekend, but remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM.